Hey everyone, uh, I messed up uh, during the recording of this episode. Uh, I, my settings are all off. I did some messing with my computer and of course didn't test my mic before heading into a recording session. So uh, I were able to quote unquote fix the audio, but it's not the best sounding. I swear the next ones are good. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye. Welcome to Alphabet Fight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where we go through the official Marvel handbook and talk about all, all the characters we know and love and have forgotten along the way. I'm your helping host, Jordan, and with me is someone who's a little bit mad at their dad and all the souls he tries to steal, Art. Okay, this is technically <laughs> topical because it's coming out next week. Yeah. I just saw, I think, one of the best memes about the, about the submarine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God, it's so good. <sighs> Was to to describe it, it's that one meme where they show the um they show the dominoes like ha- like you know doubling in size. The first one is Iron Man writes the worst book ever written, and then the last one says my heart go- will go on reaches number twelve in the Billboard top one hundred in twenty twenty three. It's really good. <laughs> It's like when, like when Margaret Thatcher died, and uh, in the UK, uh, "Ding Dong the Witch is Dead" became oh, was the number one yeah. <laughs> iTunes single. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. So, uh, it might not be obvious, but today we're going to be talking about Blackheart. And I'll be honest, I never knew of Blackheart until I played video games. Yay. But Art, do you know who yeah. Blackheart is? Uh, I know who Blackheart is. Um, I don't think I read a lot of comics with Blackheart in it. But basically, I think it's like the Son of Mephisto. Yes, yeah. Okay, Son of Mephisto, uh, basically, whole thing, just wants a bunch of souls. Yeah. Uh, the, um... If you uh, want to see, I want to say, a masterful performance of someone who's playing Blackheart on a live-action movie, uh, Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, the uh, first one was actually fun. Yeah. Like, I mean, but this was also before oh, major oh. superhero movies was codified. <clears throat> so it wasn't exactly okay. like the typical superhero movie. Let, let me? Okay. I have a hot take. I like Carter Slade. I'd like to have them. I have, I have a, I have a, I have a flaming hot take. Okay. Uh, Ghost Rider Two is really good. If you view it more like a grindhouse film, hmm. I actually haven't seen the second like, one, so I'll have to keep that in mind if I ever get a chance. Uh, it's that's the same people who did Crank One and Two did the. Uh, oh. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, not a lot of uh, anti-Asian racism <laughs> in it, <laughs> um, but uh, it does have the whole like, um, you know. It it goes, and there is there is a scene where a uh, Ghost Rider peace fire, uh, you know that's so that's fun. Um, also, you know one of those mountain diggers things. 
the one, like, the gigantic will and everything. Yeah? That gets hellified. Oh, right, yeah, I think I saw... Okay. Weirdly enough, when I was doing, you know, how, like, I do background and research and stuff like that, I saw an article about the second movie where it talked about how, like, one of the biggest machine, like, wheeled machines that ever existed in the in the world at that time was used for for visual effects or something like that. So I guess that was that 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 uh, well digger thing you're talking about gets. Yeah. Wow. Also, also, he does that thing where he wraps a chain uh, like around like a vehicle, the front of a vehicle, and then rides it like a horse after <laughs> like uh, like hellifying it. God, that movie. OK, <laughs> is it is it good? Eh. I don't know. <laughs> is it fun? Hell yeah. It is. So, oh, my God. It's so fun. I, think- I love it. Also, Ildris Alba's in it. Oh yeah, he is in the second uh, he has one. To, yeah, it's real good. Uh, by real good, I mean you know, watch it. it. It's fun and does not have a lot of anti-Asian racism in it. So yeah, I think I think a friend once told me that they have their general idea about uh, Nicolas Cage movies is that they go they they actually follow a pattern of good one, bad one, or like good one, good one, bad one. Like it's 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 it's, it's a general pattern and it's not not perfect. But that's how they always see it. So whenever they go to a movie, they're like, that's their expectation by following that pattern. It's like, but at the same time, just because it's bad doesn't mean they're not going to have fun. Nick Cage, at least for the last eight years, maybe? Maybe. Has been doing mostly good movies. That sounds sounds right. I mean, now I'm actually curious. If you want to see him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Pig is really good. Um... Mandy, uh, I have some problems with this with the third act, but that's just me preferring other things. But like, it's it, Mandy's pretty good. Um, Color Out of Space is pretty good. Uh, I, I'm I'm blanking on everything, but he's been doing mostly good stuff. Oh hey, I didn't know he did the voice of Superman in uh, the Teen Titans Go movie. Oh yeah, and and that also puts it that also puts him around uh, when he was Spider Man Noir, which was a great great. I love that. And I did get to watch that Color Out of Space movie they did, remember? So that that was fun. Yeah. I think you said mostly good movies. Yeah. And like I've seen a lot of people say like even if the movie itself is not like good in in quotation marks, it's fun to watch him. Like they they've never seen a, like a an a, a role he's played where like he's phoned it in or has been absolutely terrible at it or at least hasn't brought something interesting to it. So I think that's, you know, at least, at least a nice, nice thing about him. Well, the good news is, is he's out of the I owe the IRS million yeah. dollars phase of his life. So, so he he doesn't have to take every role. Yeah, there's that, too. So that's that's good. So he can actually pick and choose now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. But, but, uh, as you can tell, I don't really care about Blackheart at yeah, all. Yeah. And uh, like I said, so. I only knew about him. Uh, well, through two things is that I knew Blackheart existed because of video games, because of the the Capcom Marvel superheroes video game. And I don't think I even actually saw him until like Capcom versus Marvel games, but, um, or was it X-Men versus street fighter first before they did that? But, but yeah, um, if you haven't seen what Blackheart looks like, it's really kind of hard to explain what the demon looks like. He's just like a blue black demon with a lot of spiky hair. Um, so let's, let's get into the, uh, little background information here. We've got his real name is Blackheart. Uh, aliases is Lord Blackheart, Black King, Voice, and that's a capital V voice. Identity, existence unknown to general public. Occupation, Demon. 
Citizenship, Realm of Hell. Place of birth is Christ Crown, New York. And known relatives are Mephisto, father, Mephista, half-sister, Damon and Satana, Damon and Satana Hellstrom, and Michael Dracomagus, who are quasi-siblings. Has a group affiliation as the former leader of the Hellfire Club, Spirits of Vengeance, and Corrupt. Again, a name for a, a group with a capital C. Education is self-taught and tutored by Mephisto. Um, hmm. I guess the devil would have good lessons to teach. Or at least be a good teacher. And they first appeared in Daredevil number 270 in 1989, uh, called Blackheart. Like, that was just it with an exclamation point. And uh, I sent you a link t- uh, to what it looked like there, Arden. Um, eh. Wait, it's not a bad cover. I would prefer if a different artist did it. Yeah, I don't know it's, why. it's... Uh. Is that, I think it's Romina Jr. and... and yeah, it's Romita Jr. and Al Williamson who did it. So it's like I don't know what about it. Like I, because this would have been during the era where I mean that the art is good. Yeah, like and I, I just don't know why the cover looks like it's it's like it's the Spider Man looks amateurish. That's the thing that bothers me. The Spider Man looks like someone who, he's crowded in the side too. That's 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 part of it. Yeah, I don't know. It just like. Like honestly, like it, like- it honestly looks like they they focused on getting Black Blackheart to be like the focus of the front, and then they kind of like, oh wait, we need something in these two blank yellow spots, and so they p- cut and pasted a Spider Man and Daredevil in there. Yeah, um, like if if the cover had more like impressionistic versions of uh, Daredevil and Spider Man, yeah, because it's like the Blackheart kind of like a nice like the. And it's, it's, by the way, we're like looking at the back of him with his arm raised and it's, that's what's dominating the cover. And it's just, it's more of a, like a, a hard sketch inked kind of thing. Like it's, it's scratchy is what it, what it looks like. Yeah. I don't know. I like the, the way they drew black. Yeah. Um, it's just, that Spider-Man is still. And let's see. And, oh, and, uh, Blackheart was, where's their creators? Was created by John Romitos Jr. and Anne Nocenti. So they... Um. Yeah. So they were the ones. Who, that's that's a good team. Yeah. Good team. All right. So let's go with the histories. Uh, centuries of murder saturated the Christ-crowned area with evil until the intended rape of a young girl named Sarah drew Mephisto to create a son in air quotes, Blackheart from the accumulated wrongs. Slaying both rapist and victim, Blackheart explored the nature of evil under his father's tutelage, clashing with and failing to corrupt Daredevil and Spider-Man. Mephisto and Blackheart soon drew Daredevil, Brandy Ash, the genetically engineered Number 9, and Inhumans Gorgon, Karnak, and Ahura into Hell. Observing these mortals led Blackheart to rebel against his father and seek a newer form of evil. I can do evil better, Dad. Jeez. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> quick, quick question. Yeah? Why are the Inhumans there? I don't know. Maybe he wanted to show them, <laughs> like, humans that weren't part of humanity, or because they had their own weird little world off to the side maybe i don't know i i don't know is number I, nine, just, is like number nine would a, show up at a, a deviant or or connected to them no idea because it says genetically engineered and that sounds like something like Cree or hmm. genetically engineered could mean a lot yeah that's true yeah i'm not seeing much information about them <laughs> just that yeah, that's just that they were in daredevil and that they were physically altered yeah that normally means they didn't catch on yeah i don't know which is whatever but anyways, uh, in retaliation, Mephisto diminished Blackheart's powers, 
Uh, focusing on those who walked the line between good and evil, Blackheart tried and failed to recruit Wolverine, Logan, the Punisher, Frank Castle Punisher, and the Ghost Rider. And this is Dan Ketch, Ghost Rider, to his rebellion. But, oh, don't call him Dan. Sorry, Danny Ketch. <laughs> that's, that's like calling, that's calling, like calling Johnny Blaze John. John. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John Blaze. God, oh. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to like have a normal ass like. No. Not after everything you've been through. Uh, <laughs> you're like it's like when I think I was reading uh, one entry that had was talking about Johnny Storm, and they kept on saying John Storm. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm sorry. What the hell are you doing? I don't know why you're doing this. This hurts. Uh, or, or they call Hank Pym Henry Pym. I don't get care about his government name. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Blackheart also aided Wonder Man against Mephisto and helped Misha of the Mercenary Warheads as her telepathic voice, again in quotations, using Mistech's Wrath Cool to obtain a mystic sword which could harm Mephisto. Uh, returning to Christ's crown, Blackheart altered his followers into the Corrupt, and again, this is the Corrupt of the Capital C, and employed Wolverine, Punisher, and Ghost Rider as a feint to allow him to anoint the sword with an innocent's blood. He apparently slew Mephisto, banishing his father, again in quotes, from hell and restoring his own powers to full strength. I think this was that during that was the whole Sons of Vengeance thing during Midnight Suns, wasn't it? It probably was. That sounds familiar. Um, I'll be real honest, like this uh Oh wait, I'm, no, the like, there's another part here that's talking about the spirits of vengeance. That's probably what I'm I'm getting them crossed with. But but yeah, they they there was like a, quite a few like I, this is the other thing like I said I only knew about him mostly from the video games but I knew he existed because of the, there was this basically chatter about these these uh, comic arcs that were that were happening that included him. Yeah, because I know that there was uh, multiple like team ups with like Ghost Rider and Punisher and Wolverine and sometimes Blade um, and some yeah because um, like like Midnight Suns was like cool but like I mean how are you gonna put Punisher in there. Mm. The Punisher, like, he, sh- he shoots people. Why can't we put Punisher in there? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, we have that. Uh, I know there's Daredevil, Wolverine, Punisher stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil keeps on getting caught up with a bunch of people who kill. Uh, and I know I know the whole thing is just like, oh, his Catholic guilt. But <laughs> let, let, just let him be a slut. Come on. That's the best thing he's been. Like, let, let him be a slut. And, uh, have Catholic guilt about that instead of killing or being around people a lot. Um, let's, anyways, back to let's, the history. As Hell's ruler, Blackheart focused on corrupting the Ghost Rider, aiding the Furies, this is a capital F, so I'm guessing the actual Furies of Hell, to possess mortal bodies to torment Ghost Rider and resurrecting the Scarecrow, Ebenezer Lawton, to s- send after Catch. From his palace in the Burning Flesh District, Blackheart created his own Spirits of Vengeance, his consort, Black Rose, the deceased Roxanne Simpson, ex-wife of Daddy Ketch's brother, Johnny Blaze. Verminous Rex, a spirit who battled the Ghost Rider during World War One, Wallow, a homicidal mortal suicide whom the Ghost Rider had thwarted. Uh, Doghead, a, don- a downtrodden immigrant. And Pal Fu, who had died in the arms of Ghost Rider as he tried to save her. Blackheart... Oh, okay. R- yes? Real quick. Yes? How pissed would you be if you were sent to work at the Burning Flesh District? I... Mm. <laughs> like, 
like I think I wouldn't want to like I think if I my boss was just like, okay, we got you transfer. Also, good news, you do have that raise. You do have to manage the office and the burning flesh district. I think it really depends on how much of sense of smell carries over when you're dead or a demon. I think <laughs> it, it carries over, definitely. Then there's no way there's no way that they would let you not suffer. <laughs> good point. <laughs> In fact, you might have better smell. Uh, uh, Blackheart bargained to free Ghost Rider's relatives from their curse. In return, Ghost Rider agreed to lead Blackheart's spirits. However, the pair fell out, and Ghost Rider destroyed Blackheart, banishing him from hell. Uh, while ruler of hell, Blackheart had tormented the soul of the mutant Strife by manipulating the X-Force group, which attracted the attention of the mutant sorcerer Selene. After banishment from Hell, Blackheart aided or allied with Selene as the Hellfire Club's temporary Black King. After defeating Selene's enemy Alyssa Moy, Blackheart battled the Fantastic Four, Mecha Mage, Hellstorm, and Margali Sardos. They ultimately defeated Blackheart, binding him beneath New York's Hellfire Club. Trapped here, he continued to aid Selene in an attempt to corrupt Sunspot despite opposition from X Force while awaiting his inevitable release. Okay. So, he wasn't that demon they used in uh, in the hundredth issue of Excalibur, was he? They would have said it. They no, would have said no, that, that was. Different. Yeah, they was. No, that was that. Well, no, no, that was in that. That was in one. Right, right. In that Excalibur. was Okay. So, it's, this is New York. Yeah, so, so okay. the, what I was gonna say. Uh, would you think like banishing someone from hell is actually like a like not a punishment? Like, wouldn't that be like? I mean. In most like cases, yes, but if it's one of those things where, like, they get their powers from hell and being banished, separated from it, diminishes it, I can kind of see it. But it also depends on, like, if you just let them run free outside of hell or or you just, like, have them in a like, confined to a room outside of hell. You know, it's it really depends on how the banishment works. I mean, I think I would just, like, take their powers away and just, like, have them in hell. Like, would that be fun? That would be, yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> I mean, especially, like, you know, I mean, a powerless being in hell is probably not going to do well. Like, why don't you send them to a different hell? There's 13 hells. <laughs> There's so many hells. A different one. So many hells. Like, 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 you know, if, like, like, it's just, I don't think that every demon is going to do good at every hell. Yeah. It's just like, send this hell with one hell. Are they, um, well, you can't, they're not Asgard. <laughs> um, see, that's, that's a problem. Uh, the not being as guardian part. Uh, I don't know. So, <laughs> limbo, no, demons do the thing where they take over Limbo all the time. Yeah. Limbo's actually like a really loose like <laughs> structure. Um, it's just like as soon as the per- major person who rules it uh, needs to do something in the comics, they're just like, oh no, they got deposed. It's just like I think Madeline Pryor's probably strong enough to keep a hold of it. Uh, now it's been Riley as Chasm. Oh yeah, so the the they're the two who are ruling. The one of the major limbos, right? No, Madeline Pryor's on Earth oh. right now. She, yeah, she's she's gonna be uh, the I think the leader of the Dark X Men book. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been kind of on a lot of stuff. Like I've X. still kind of like I didn't know like uh, there was like some kind of like demonic infestation of an area of of uh, New York that Daredevil's like the king of, or not Daredevil Deadpool's the king of now. Like I yeah, uh, Staten Island was overtaken by monsters and monsters. Yeah, like uh, I'm not the king of monsters. Now. Okay, like I, but I'm just saying, like there's there's a couple of like things where like actual like interdimensional or things have really changed the face of Earth, Earth and ruler and like 
like sub like sub uh sovereign states are are have been around that I've like missed over the last couple of uh years in Marvel comics. Yeah. I'm wondering what they're doing with Aim Island nowadays. I don't think Aim's on it. The Avenger well, the new Avengers, quote unquote, the one that was led by Sunspot, took over took it over. I don't know. Whatever. We're, okay. we're gonna talk about I really don't care about Blackhawk. <laughs> yeah. can, can can you tell? Yeah. Uh-oh. Um Okay, so his little box here says his height's variable, weight's variable, eyes are black but variable, and hair is black but variable. Ability and accessories. Blackheart can regenerate from most physical harm, levitate, teleport extra-dimensionally, change the size and physical form of himself and willing others, generate concussive blasts of black energy, and survive without food, water, or sleep. Though he can assume human form, Blackheart usually appears as a black, spine-covered humanoid with a long tail. He smells unpleasantly of burning ink and roses, and has no discernible heartbeat. He likely possesses further unrevealed abilities. I am actually very interested that they have a very specific smell associated with him. Like, it's it's like, it's like, it's interesting and like, kind of like, works with demons that, you know, they, by a certain, they have a certain smell, like, oh, whenever they repair their sulfur or something like that and, and stuff like that. But it's, it's kind of weird that he has one. Well, okay, so this has nothing to do with Bart, uh, but uh, Nightcrawler, who will be Spider-Man for a little bit. Ooh, I didn't hear that. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Nightcrawler's going to be Spider-Man for a little bit during Fall of X, um, which they better not get rid of. Uh, I, I get rid of get rid of the the, the, they better the uh, immortality. immortality. That's fine. Immortality. You know, yeah, don't get rid of Krakoa. Give them stake. Uh, you know, whatever. give them problems again, but not. Yeah, the island's been doing good. Has been no, like I, I don't know. They, uh, they can't go back to being like, oh, no, we don't have a nation state anymore. Yes, you do. You always have a nation state. You will have an ethno state. No, <laughs> 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 uh, no I, actually, I hope it's really literal and they just kill uh, Professor X. That'd be great. Hmm. Uh, I, that'd be fun. Or, or he goes off in space again. That'd be, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Um, but. Oh, what was going to get Nightcrawler? Yes. Uh, so his bamps or teleportation smells like sulfur. Yeah. Does he smell like sulfur? Because <laughs> like I'm just saying that's you, you got to be real charming if you smell like sulfur all the time and people still want to like get with you. I think you're like that's. No, I'm just finding things to tell you like what to do if you if you notice a coffee and rotten egg smell. Drat. Because, I mean, I can imagine, like, maybe a quick wash or, like, a spritzing with something to at least, you know, cover it up until you can get it. Hmm. Well, maybe maybe, maybe he has, like, anti-odor properties of fur. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why he has fur. The light covering fur helps keep the smell from not sticking to him. Maybe. I don't know. I've, I've also smelled things with fur, <laughs> yeah. and that definitely does not happen. <laughs> yes. uh, so. Yeah, but he's a mutant. They can. They can say whatever they want. <laughs> well, what if one of his, what if like his like one of his tertiary mutations is that he smells like a cat? <laughs> like he smells like your cat's head, like the head of your, which it always. You know, there's got to be a meat unless there's, there's got to be a mutant out there who has just the mutant ability to always smell like fresh wash, like fresh from the washing machine. They they probably never figured out their room until like sentinels go to attack and be like, oh no, what, <laughs> what. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I guess we can do trivia real quick. I, I, I think I thought of one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to be real honest. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I don't remember a single name or anything. No, no, I got I got a nice easy one. All right, this, despite his father, can you name any of his quasi siblings? Oh no, <laughs> no. Uh, okay, would um okay quasi siblings. Okay, let me let me reach uh out of just general Marvel knowledge. Would Mephisto's daughter count? No, she's from the year three thousand, the thirtieth century. Uh, no, no, I can't. So <laughs> the only other Mephisto uh, person I can think of is his daughter, who's basically Mephisto, but like <laughs> boobs. Uh, from the Guardians of the Galaxy series from the nineties. No, um, both of the Hellstroms, uh, Damon and Satana. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. <What>? Oh. <laughs> You forgot, you forgot them. They, they count as quasi-siblings. And Mikkel... Uh, no, they don't. No, they don't. Satanish isn't even... No. Okay. I was thinking, like, oh, half-sisters, half-brothers. No, no, that doesn't count. Wait, what's the name of the of the the future one? I, I think it's, like, it's something close to Mephisto. Is it Mephisto? Because like I, think, I think they count, the, they count her. They do that? Yeah, they count her as oh, a half-sister. Oh, I got it then. Okay, then yeah, no, that works. Yeah, there okay, you go. Cool. So you were thinking of the yeah, right person. Yeah, okay, cool, I did get one. I was, okay, cool. <laughs> there we go. Um, do you want to plug anything before we go? Uh, uh, if you're listening as of the week, uh, this week, uh, the first episode of actually talking about the Thunderbolts in our Thunderbolts podcast, so just like Lightning will come out. Oh, cool. Uh, comes out on Wednesdays. I don't know, I've had seven episodes already. <laughs> But it was talking about Onslaught, and they're like kind of long. Um, but we are talking, uh, actually talking about the Thunderbolts, and we are starting with Hulk four forty nine. Yeah, that was their first um, appearance, right? Officially, yep, their official first appearance. So, all right, yeah. And you can find Alphabet Flight on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, and Instagram at Alphabet Flight. But that's at at you know the at symbol Alphabet Flight, all one word. And I, you know, I actually looking forward to that just as like likely so let's i hope you know you catch that too um and i guess that's yeah if you don't want to listen to two hours of us saying i don't know this comic actually kind of sucks it seems like it's right <laughs> it's gonna talk about mostly good comics for, <laughs> for at least a couple years now <laughs> all right let me tell you onslaught sucks after the second book yeah like i was looking at some of the back matter in like one of the the collections and there were some interesting ideas that they had that I wish they would have, like, like you said, it just feels rushed, which is probably what actually happened. If they had gone into, like, I think there was, like, some idea that there was, like, some kind of psionic well of force underneath the Morlock tunnels, like, or part of the Morlock tunnels. And that's why he, yeah, like, like that was why he purposely was in Central Park and in New York, was that he was going to use part of that as powering for, for him. And there was also a subplot that the Sentinels were more just just robot enforcers. Like they had psionic diameters that he was he purposely were repurposing to siphon the psionic energy to him. Like they had ideas that sounded really interesting and on paper, but they just didn't have the time to go through. Yeah, well, they needed to do that really uh, really poorly received Heroes Reborn. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh well. Anyways. Uh, this has been Alphabet Fight, and may Khonshu protect you in all your night travels. Good night. Bye.